Are you ready for Wednesday? Because the August 26, 2020 version of This Kind of Day is here, and it's time for the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's shout-out is for the parent-teacher organizations of the Charlottesville City Schools and their request for donations to the jointly organized Reopening Fund, Ready to Teach, Ready to Learn. Visit their website for more information and to make a contribution. The Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 823 cases of COVID-19 today and another 21 deaths. The seven-day average for positive tests remains at 6.4% for the third straight day. In the Thomas Jefferson Health District, there are 15 new cases and another death for a total of 47. The newly deceased is from Albemarle. The seven-day average for positive tests in the Thomas Jefferson Health District remains at 5.5% for the second day in a row. That's down from 6.4% a week ago. The Greene County Board of Supervisors did not get much of an update last night on the future of planning for a new reservoir to expand its urban water supply plan. In July, the Rapidan Service Authority voted to stop accepting facility fees from each bill to help pay for the project. Bill Martin is chair of the Greene County Board of Supervisors and a member of the RSA Board of Directors. He had invited RSA officials to attend the meeting, but that invitation was declined for now. It's uh, kind of been front page news of late. It's clear that there is a dispute between Greene County and RSA, and I I thought it would have been a good opportunity uh, for RSA general management uh, to to speak to all of us and, and the citizens in particular. Martin said that Lynn Clements, RSA's director of projects, had a conflict. Martin did brief his colleagues on the August 20th meeting of the RSA board, at which RSA officials stated they could expand the water capacity by using new technology at the existing water treatment plant that takes water from the Rapidan River. At $10 million, that would be a cheaper alternative than the new reservoir, which carries an estimate of between $45 million and $60 million. Read Terry Beji's coverage in the Greene County Record for the full story. Two natural events prompted the Rivanna Water and Sewer Authority to implement emergency action plans this month. Executive Director Bill Moyer said heavy rains on August 6th caused concern. There was more than three inches of rain coming across the Sugar Hollow Reservoir Dam. Uh, All worked out fine, but that's an example of um, how we manage the reservoirs, particularly during the storms. An earthquake in Sparta, North Carolina, on August 9th, with a magnitude of 5.1, forced RWSA safety engineers to have to inspect all of the dams to make sure they suffered no damage. One of those inspectors is Jennifer Whitaker, the RWSA's chief engineer. Whitaker briefed the board of directors on several projects designed to increase drinking water capacity in Crozet, one of Albemarle's designated growth areas. She said the COVID-19 pandemic has increased consumption, but that is within acceptable range. The average day demands are still within the projected um, numbers that we were looking at in the original drinking water infrastructure plan. What we're seeing right now is our peak day number uh, is consistently staying fairly high, particularly associated with warm weather and um, the other item that we're seeing is because Crozet is 80% residential, we believe we're seeing a impact from people working from home more extensively than perhaps they, they historically have. 
One of the new planned pieces of infrastructure in Crozet is a new pump station at Beaver Creek Reservoir. While this new facility would be on county property, an easement across private land is required for an underground pipeline. And they understand, uh, for the most part, what it is we're trying to do. Uh, We understand that they might not be so happy that we may need an easement across their property. And we're looking at all the alternatives. We went back to bring site number one back into review so we can assess whether there's any way that would be a better uh, location for the pump station with a different pipeline route. The RWSA also reviewed a study on what to do with land purchased in the 1980s for a dam that was never built due to environmental concerns. The RWSA owns 1,314 acres of land in northwest Albemarle, and some landowners want to buy back their property. Scenarios envisioned in the plan include selling all of the property, retaining the property, or a mixture of the two. The RWSA board adopted a resolution to develop a comprehensive property management plan for the agency to retain the property and maintain all of the infrastructure on it, including fences. They will also seek to manage the property in a way to offset the RWSA's carbon footprint. Albemarle's Historic Preservation Committee voted Monday to recommend a historical marker be created to commemorate the role the union-run Baptist Church in Keswick has played in local history. The exact text of the marker remains to be written. Union Run is a black church founded in 1865 by newly freed people after emancipation and the Civil War. An acre of land was given for the church by Thomas Jefferson's grandson, who had owned many of the parishioners. Pastor Robert Hughes oversaw the congregation for 30 years before his death. There is a deadline of October 1, 2020 to get the information to the Virginia Department of Historic Resources for their consideration. The Albemarle Historic Preservation Committee wants to install several markers to commemorate black history in Albemarle, as well as the role women have played throughout time. They will be seeking input from the community. A Charlottesville artist is among 40 recipients of a $5,000 grant from the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts and the Northam Administration. The Virginia Artist Relief Fellowship Program will distribute $200,000 to visual artists of all kinds throughout the Commonwealth. The selections were made from more than 350 applications, and the funding comes from the museum's existing endowment. The person selected from Charlottesville has asked not to be named. In meetings today, the Leadership Charlottesville Alumni Association will hold another courageous conversation at 2 p.m. This time around, a series of panelists will discuss the challenges facing public schools that will open virtually to begin the academic year. Guests include parent and architect Sean Mulligan, Juan Diego Wade of the Charlottesville City School Board, and Letitia Wilson, the principal of Stony Point Elementary School. The Charlottesville Tree Commission meets at 5 p.m. One of the items is a presentation from member Paul Josie about the role the commission should play in city government, including the site review process for land development. Josie and other members of the Tree Commission have expressed concern about the decreasing amount of tree canopy coverage in the city and will argue that environmental justice is social justice. One clarification today before we finish. In yesterday's newsletter, I reported on housing vouchers being granted by the Charlottesville Redevelopment and Housing Authority. Executive Director John Sales had stated that there are 49 new vouchers on the street and that 20 additional ones are planned. 
Those are supplemental vouchers that have been added in recent years in excess of the 350 or so already in use. Thanks to those who pointed this out, and I am glad to further clarify. And that's it for today's installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. I hope that you have learned something from this, and if you have, please share it with a friend or family member. Let's grow the audience together. You can also support this by signing up for a paid subscription here on Substack, or you can donate through Patreon. I am trying to figure out a way to streamline this to make it more simple, but I am so grateful for those who have already donated. Every single donation fuels me to work that much harder. I'm Sean Tubbs. Thanks for listening, and stay safe out there today. 